0: Hey, welcome to Positive Identity. This is your host, Julie Baker. Take a journey with me to find your unidentified missing pieces, your unique and colorful fingerprint in the world. Discover your true self and positively identify why it is you felt shortchanged in life. Let's investigate how you can overcome your personal obstacles to break through the ceilings that prevent your success in your personal life and in your business. It's as simple as setting goals and being accountable. You're not alone. We're all on a journey. So open your mind and let's get started. First, allow me to share a bit of my background. I pretty much had a solid childhood. I was raised by two parents, which is a rarity these days. And they raised me very strictly with discipline, but at the same time gave us a lot of freedom. Back in my younger years, freedom was still a thing for kids. <laughs> we could play outside until the lights came on and that kind of thing. Um, I found out later in life that I was used by God. I saw, I can see in my past, in my childhood, how God used me in other people's lives. It's really kind of cool to, to look back and see that but I had some missing puzzle pieces in my life as well. And I wanted to share those with people as well as kind of dig in to see if other people share the same experience as I have. There's, you know, having a good childhood is something you look back on and you're like, okay, I was so happy. I had so much fun. I had a ton of friends. I was, you know, popular, even though I wasn't cute. Um, And all those things, but then you realize when you get older that the problem is I wasn't set up for success. I was never taught about having vision. Um, A mission was something that I learned about in when I started uh, working with Youth for Christ in Christianity. I didn't think of it as a regular lifetime thing. I wasn't taught about goal setting or mind setting or meditation or the importance of self care. I was never just I was just never set up for opportunity, period. So, I basically muddled through life until my adult years. I've raised kids, I have grandkids now, and I found myself still muddling through and finally chose to put an end to that. I met with this gentleman, his name is Brandon Devere. He is a real estate uh, broker out in Las Vegas, Nevada, and he was the one that helped me to figure out how to do podcasts. podcast. So here I am. But one of the things that he shared with me, we were chatting today, and he said, um, did you ever have somebody that would say something to you in the realm of, you, you can't do that, you'll, you'll never be good at that, or something to that effect? And then you have either one or two reactions. You're either you either have the I'll show you, watch me attitude or you're you'll have the opposite and say, you know, maybe you're right. Maybe maybe you're right. Maybe I can't do that. And I think I ch- always chose the latter. I always chose to listen to people. I think I was always more kind of a follower even though people always saw me as a leader for some reason. But I always found myself kind of responsive to how people saw me instead of looking inside of myself and seeing me for who God created me to be. So like I said, I muddled through life. It's kind of embarrassing to think about that now being as old as I am and still just finding myself. (laughs) So it's been a two, about a year and a half journey, almost two year journey through my personal growth. Um, through self-education, basically, uh, I I give props to my daughter Taylor. She is definitely huge in the self-education industry. She has always been an avid reader and always chose to teach herself anything she wanted to know. She didn't feel like it was necessary to go to school. She could teach herself anything she wanted, and she basically did. I mean, when she was in high school, she read the Bible before I did, so. She's always been a reader and, a, and she you know, wanted to dig in and find things out for herself. And so she started her journey, I want to say, pretty fresh out of high school or maybe just before she got out of high school. She struggled from depression. She struggled from, um, she did cutting. She, uh, she had some uh, significant issues not being raised by her father. And so she, you know, acted out some degree, and then um, she started meeting with a Christian friend of mine, and her life just was. I, I have never seen her the same. Uh, don't get me wrong; she still she still struggles. I mean, depression is a medical issue in people's lives, but she knows how to bounce herself out of it. She knows how to turn her mindset in a different direction, and that's what she taught me. She taught me that, you know, if you look for, it's funny how I want to say this. You want to look for what you're looking for (laughs) and you can find it. You can find whatever you're looking for in a book. It's it. If you want something, look in a book because it's there. And so she always did that. So she kind of turned me on to that in uh, November, 2018. Um, She introduced me to, I I don't even know what the first book, I want to say Eat That Frog, I think was the first book because I'm a huge procrastinator. And uh, that is um, something that she found helpful in her procrastination. So she turned me on to that book and the rest is history. I've been reading 10 pages, minimum of 10 pages a day ever since. And we're holding each other accountable to do that. So, <clears throat> um, so like I said, she turned to books for learning and to seek opportunities in her life. And she has her own broadcast on Periscope called Next Juice. It's pretty amazing, um, the changes in her life and how she's choosing to use her experiences in life to help others. I've always been the one, been one to do the same. It started out when I was laid off from my job in 2011, the month before I was getting married. (laughs) So I was very grateful. My husband wasn't marrying me for my money and, um, I was, had just planned my daughter's wedding and I was planning mine. And then I decided that event planning was a direction I wanted to go in. So I started investigating that. I bought a name, bought a, you know, went to, uh, get a website and all of those fun things when you want to start a business. And then I got laid off and I was like, okay, I got to make a thing of this. So, so it was off and and running. And so I, again, I didn't have all of those tools that you need to be successful, so I won it basically, and I did well. I can't say I didn't do well. Um, I was doing an event a month um, after three years. Three years is usually when you start really taking off, and of course, on the three-year mark, I chose to look into real estate. <laughs> so, so I kind of shot that in the butt, but at the same time, um, at the same time, I you know wanted to experience design, I guess. I, have, I was interested in design with event planning, but I felt like it was their designs, not my own. So I kind of wanted to be able to just have my own self-expression when I did something. So I chose to start flipping houses. So <clears throat> like I said, Danielle, uh, ble- or Danielle, Taylor blessed me with self-education. And thank God she found that because I didn't have it to give it to her. And she ended up, in fact, giving it to me, the opportunities of self-education. And I've been following in those footsteps ever since. So, Um, But, you know, I want to talk to you guys about things like uh, the things that you can't learn in school. The things that you can't learn in college. You get little tidbits here and there, but you don't really get in-depth information. So some of the things that I wanted to talk about are things like creating good habits. Did you know it takes 66 days to create a good habit? Bad habits seem to come a lot easier, (laughs) but good habits, you really have to practice those And secondly, I was thinking about ways to defeat bad habits. What are some of the ways that we can walk through this journey defeating all of those bad habits that we have, like smoking or excessive drinking or overeating? That's one of mine. Um, I want to talk a little bit about time management. That's something I always struggled with because I am a fly-by-the-seat-of-the-pants kind of girl. And you know, a go with the flow kind of person instead of scheduling out my day. My daughter is an avid scheduler and I never thought that I would want to do that because I thought she was very rigid with her schedule. But I've learned some tips and tricks about setting myself up for successful days um, through Keller Williams. Uh, Did I mention that I was a realtor with Keller Williams? Um, I've learned a lot from them. So I have to give props to them as well as my daughter, Taylor, because they have taught me so much. And let's see, what else? Goal setting. Oh my gosh, for real. That is the biggest one. The biggest thing that I've really took to heart and grasped was goal setting. Um, But I feel like goal setting is really, it's not accomplishable without accountability. Um, I You know, and it could be self-accountability. It doesn't have to be with someone else. But at the same time, there has to be some form of accountability. You can write down your goals all day long. But if you don't implement them, if you don't take action, then what point do you have goals? You know, what's the point of having goals? It's a mindset thing. It's something that you have to set up in your mind Creating mindset is a huge piece of the personal growth puzzle. And then I was always doubting myself in the realm of sales. I struggled with sales with flipping houses and selling my own homes after we flipped them. And I was <clears throat> kind of felt like I was left on my own to do that with my initial brokerage Um love him to death. I would never say a bad thing about him except for that. There wasn't a lot of training. Um, it was, you know, and, and, and he told me that start, you know, he's like, you want to land your, your license here. That's fine. But you know, I, I, I do my own thing kind of thing. And, uh, and that was fine with me. I was totally down for that. But then I realized how much there is to real estate. You know, you think it looks really easy, but it really is a lot to it. There's a lot to it. So then there's uh, negotiations that I had to learn about. And I, I talk about that now, not because, you know, it's, this is about real estate in any, shape, any way, shape, or form. But we negotiate our way through life in pretty much every aspect of our life. You think about even with your kids and the negotiations that happen when they want to watch television. Or for that matter, me as a wife, when I want to watch something and my husband's watching football or baseball, (laughs) there's a negotiation that might have to happen or vice versa. Um, Or what to eat, what restaurant to go to. I mean, there's negotiations all over the place. You want to go buy a car, you start negotiating. You want to go buy furniture, you want to negotiate there. You want to buy, you know, redecorate your kitchen and you have to negotiate with that. There's negotiations in all aspects of our lives. It's not just if you're in sales. But at the same time, are we not always selling? We're always selling ourselves in some fashion. When we want to influence others, we have to sell them on an idea. And then there's also prioritizing. Not my strong suit, I will admit. Prioritizing has always been a struggle for me, trying to decide what's the most important thing. I read Gary Keller's book, The One Thing. And that talks about how you're to, and same with Eat That Frog, actually, is the same, uh, same mindset. And doing the most important thing first, eating that frog first. Do the worst thing that has to be done first thing in the morning when you have the most energy, the most mindset, the most uh, energy. And then the rest of the day kind of flows from there. So you put the first, you know, the one thing, first thing. And then, you know, that I, like I said, I, prioritizing was not my strong point. So there's, and, and I say that now, and I wanna basically kick myself because that's a mindset that I'm talking out loud to you right now. I'm not very good at prioritizing. That's setting myself up for failure. Because as long as I'm telling myself, it will be true. If I'm telling myself that, it will be true. So I have to redirect my language and say, I am now really good at prioritizing my day. It's about breaking through the ceilings of limitations that we set for ourselves, crushing and defeating those limiting beliefs, those false beliefs that have been taught to us through the years without even intentions. Just being around people that don't have the same success mindset could be part of the problem. And then there's building positive relationships. You know, like I I just mentioned about hanging out with the people that are kind of in the middle class, mediocre thought process process. If you're hanging around with those people, that's where you land. You land in the same boat with them. So building positive relationships with others that are um, pulling you up out of the middle, the middle, I hate to say middle class, the middle of the road and pulling you up to the top, taking life to the next level. basically getting over myself and reaching peaks that I never thought I would be able to reach. I took the Rise Up Challenge. I don't know if you guys heard of that recently. That was uh, on Facebook Live. It was held by Peter Vargas. He's a pastor. And Apparently, a very influential pastor because his mission was to create a live feed where people could communicate with top notch leaders in the entrepreneurial world um, to benefit us as entrepreneurs in this time of a shift, of a pivot, you know, a time that we have to pivot in order to keep up with what's happening in the world today. And it was called the Rise Up Challenge because he was challenging us to rise up above what everybody else is letting the, um, what everybody else is letting pull them down. So he was basically my accountability partner for a couple of weeks. There were actually three thousand people at a time on his broadcast, and it was five days a week. Actually, no, I lied. It was five days a week for business. Uh, one day a week on Saturdays was family day. And then one day a week on Sunday was faith day. So he was on seven days a week for an hour and a half each day. And his initial mission was to have 20 top leaders come and share some information, some some tips and tricks of the trade um, to help entrepreneurs pull out of this mindset of, oh my gosh, we're finished. And he ended up, oh, and he was raising money for entrepreneurial uh, charities as well. So there was four of them. I think he started out with one, expecting 20 leaders and raising $100,000. I think those were his initial goals, if I'm not mistaken. He ended up with 67 top leaders of the world. And I'm talking like Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, Grant Cardone. I mean, Gary Keller. And these 67 top-notch entrepreneurs came together. And there was, I think, I want to say three a day. I think he started out with two a day. I missed the first week. I think he started out with two a day, maybe, and then it grew. So he ended up putting three a day and then he went and he was supposed to be a week or something like that. And he, or 10 days, I think, and he ended up going two weeks, over two weeks. And he raised, I want to say he pushed a million. I don't recall the exact amount, but almost a million dollars. I know he got a hundred thousand from one person. So he definitely beat his goal. (laughs) Um, but that a lot of that had to do with, one, because we were there and, and, you know, needing him to pull through for us, that's accountability. And so we were the biggest piece of his accountability uh, that he could even ask for. And it just took him, it soared him beyond what he ever thought he would accomplish doing that. And he, I, I believe he said today he had 150,000 people sign up for the Rise Up Challenge. They weren't all on the you know, show every um, live feed, but he had recordings and you could buy packages so that you could have a lifetime um, package of, of everything that was offered through those um, two weeks. And through those two weeks, all of these top leaders were offering their packages to people for free too. They were, it was just the most generous, amazing thing I've ever seen done. <clears throat> so let's talk about that accountability piece. What is an accountability partner? Um, I've had a few in the last, well, since I started with Keller Williams last May, I, just, I decided I wanted to really blow it out of the water this time. And so I know myself and I know that I need to be pushed. Um, at least that's what I was always telling myself. I was like, I need an accountability partner. I can't do this without one poor mindset just for the record. So I saw out an accountability partner. I've had, let's see, one, two, three, four, and now I have two. So I, this is, I'm on my sixth accountability partner and Each time it was as if I was the only one holding anyone accountable. There was nobody really holding me accountable. And I'm like, wait a minute. It has to go both ways because I'm not benefiting from the accountability partnership. If no one's pushing me forward and I'm the only one pushing anyone forward. So In my opinion, this is my opinion because maybe somebody would disagree with me. If it's not a two-way street on an accountability partnership, it's not really beneficial, at least not to the one that's not being pushed. An accountability partner should be someone who cares just as much about your business as you do. And you should care just as much about the other person's business as they do. It has to be an equal push, an equal passion, an equal connection. There has to be a connection between accountability partners where you really care about the other person's success. And you have to take action on both parts. So you don't have to do the person's job or any part of their job for them in order to push them towards success. But what you are expected to do as an accountability partner is to push them to achieve help them to break bad habits help them to stick to their goals help them to realize their goals you have to be honest uh, constructive criticism is really extremely necessary you have to be open to constructive criticism truthfulness and honesty There's, you know, you have to be willing to set deadlines and then expect that the other person's gonna hold you to those. And then you just have to be always asking the important questions. Things like, you know, how can you do better next week? This is where you did what you did last week. You didn't quite reach your goal. How can we make you make it possible for you to meet your goal next week? So say he wanted to sell 10 houses this week. He wanted to close on 10 houses and he only did eight. Is that a failure? No. That is not quite reaching his goal. But what if he set his goal at five? Maybe he would have only done four then. So because he had the goal of 10, he pushed himself and he got eight. So now he wants to do 10 next week. So now let's work together to figure out how he could do what he did even better to make sure that he reaches his goal this week. Those are the kinds of questions that you want to ask in accountability. So I'm going on too long. I'm seeing that I've been talking for about 24 minutes now, and I don't want to go over half an hour. So uh, let's just say I've been on my personal growth journey, and I'm looking for people to go on one too. I want to help you not have to go through what I went through. I want you to be able to reach your goals way sooner than I did. And that you might not have to look back like I am and go, oh my gosh, if I knew then what I know now, where I would be, it would be insane. So I'm on a personal growth journey through books and self-education, all of which changed my life. And have redirected my life. I have better focus, more self-discipline, better mindset. I even have self-respect. Uh, I have solid goals set now. I have my timeline. And speaking of timeline, did I mention the erase and replace? If you can't stand, if you can't stick to a strict timeline, you write one up anyway. And if you have to move something, you just erase it and replace it. You put, you have, if you have to erase it and replace it with something else, you have to put that piece somewhere else so you make sure that it gets done. It's simple, but it's not always easy. You know, we're, we're all in this together, this muddling through life, whether you have a plan or not. And I'm done winging it. And I'm hoping that there's other people out there that are also done winging it so that I can do my part in the world, serve a purpose in helping others reach their goals. <coughs> Excuse me. Let's see. I have my notes. I'm just looking to see where I'm at here. Oh, yeah. This was a great one that, that uh, I think Brandon's, no, actually I think it might be Gary Keller quote, that you can't get to where you want to be if you don't know where you're going. Love that. You have to know your end game. Where, where do you want to end up? What do you want to be remembered for? What do you stand for? And then once you determine what those are, what are the steps to get you there? When you When, when people are talking about you at your funeral, what do you want them to be saying about you? There's are seven areas of life that we should be goal setting for. You have your health and body, which is fitness, physical fitness, mental fitness, emotional fitness. And then there's spiritual and, and per- personal growth. Whether you believe in God or, or you have other beliefs or believe in you know nature, whatever your beliefs are, your emotional, spiritual and personal growth. You want to focus on those and have, have goals for that, too. Your intimate relationships with your spouse or your boyfriend or even your parents. And social and fun, you know, your relationship with your friends and, and networking and, and your community is extremely important. Family, friends, work and career. And then there's, of course, goes hand in hand with that is your money and your finances. And then there's always community And giving, being generous and being thoughtful about the needs of of the people around you. We're all individuals. We all have different goals, visions, missions in life, but we're not alone. We can walk this walk together. I told you about the Rise Up Challenge, and now I'm working with almost 4,000 people now to push me towards success. I have two accountability partners. Actually, I pulled those out of Bold. Keller Williams has what's called Bold. It's a, um, it's another challenge basically where they push you towards reaching higher than you thought you could in real estate. And so I've gotten two amazing accountability partners out of that. And so I'm really, really excited about working with them. (coughs) Uh, oh, and reading, we got to make sure that we're reading. I'm presently reading Awaken the Giant Within by Tony Robbins, amazing book, change in my life. Um, but all of the books that I've read are like mind blowing, crazy stuff that I was like, oh my gosh, if I had known what these people are telling me and guess what? You've got me to share all of those little nuggets with. I can share those nuggets with you. I don't want you to have to wait your whole adult life before realizing the the success you could have had. I'm asking to see if you want to join me on this journey because it's one you'll never forget. If you want to set yourself up for success, we can start today. I'm looking forward to spending this time with you. I'm hoping to do this once a week that's my goal, I might be doing it more. But for now, I'm just so glad that you spent this time with me. And I look forward to spending more time with you. Thank you for tuning in to Positive Identity. If you would like to continue to seek your missing puzzle piece, simply subscribe to this channel. If you'd like a free consultation about my coaching and accountability program, you can forward me your information through my real estate website at jazzedteam.kw.com. That's jazzedtea Be sure to leave a comment. I love your feedback. Until next time, here's to your success.